This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up, everybody? Ricky Widmer here, along with fellow man-child, Johnny Carlin. And we are back here for the actual Rick and Johnny podcast yes. here on Most Valuable Podcast. One. If you haven't seen it already, our Wonder Woman review is already up. That's why I say our original Rick and Johnny, because this is the real podcast. We did the review also for a double podcast week, so go ahead, check that out. If you've seen Wonder Woman, go ahead and click on the link in the description. But Johnny... We got a jam-packed show, and we've kind of have a theme now. We've decided on a theme yes. for the Rick and Johnny podcast. As if you have listened to us before, you notice we like making sandwiches. We love sandwiches. We love making sandwiches here on the Rick and Johnny podcast. We got another sandwich. We got a DC sandwich for you. We got the DC bread bookends with that good old Marvel mm. right in the middle. Love some Marvel in my so sandwich. It's a, it's a super. It's a superhero sandwich. Yes, with DC being our bread and Marvel being our big meat in the middle of the podcast. But we're talking about today, Josh Gad. Could he be the Penguin in a future DC film? We've got the New Mutants plot has been revealed. They're going to go far different from ben. the superhero kind of tone and go more towards a horror movie tone. And then we're going to talk about the Aquaman movie. What should we expect from the plot? As they have said, it's going to take yep. place after Justice League in the timeline. But let's start off with Josh Gad because yes. this is one where in about early May, he posted a picture of the Penguin. The internet went crazy. He said, no, 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 I'm just having fun. Don't worry about it. However, recently he posted a picture on Twitter of himself and some of the DC heads and he's holding in that picture Batman's Adventure Volume 1, which has the penguin on it in the cover art. And the tweet just says, nothing to see here, dot, dot, dot. Johnny, I'm going to ask you this. Could Josh Gad be the penguin in a future DC film? Honestly, looking... um, I think we all know by now, as, as you and I have talked about so many people, hey, can they play this part? Can they play this part? Mm-hmm. We go by like two things. How is their acting and how much do they look like the character they're mm-hmm. trying to portray? And obviously there's movie makeup. There's all that kind of stuff. But you obviously want to have someone that like sort of looks like the character. Now, some of his acting, you and I have seen it, Beauty and the Beast. He did a phenomenal role, role as LeFou. We, we heard him in... Um, Frozen as Olaf. Mm-hmm. I really haven't seen a lot with him else in it, so I could see him maybe doing the Penguin, but I know him from very as a very comedic type of character so far. So we got to get a little bit more seriousness now. I don't know if you agree with me on that. I but. mean, the Penguin, like, the Penguin's a mob boss. Yes, he is. But there is, I guess you could have some humor in the Penguin. Yeah. Because, like, I, I think back to... Danny DeVito's Penguin, and that wasn't yes. a super serious Penguin. No, but it wasn't. No. That had a little bit of kind of humor into it. Exactly. Um, I think it's possible. I just think that, like, if you're thinking animated series, the Penguin is kind of that. If he's making, like, if the Penguin makes a joke, he's the only one that finds it fun. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of got a, a disturbed, dark sense of humor. Yeah, that kind of a laugh. That kind of penguin laugh. Yeah. 
Duck penguin-ish. Duck penguin, but if he's telling a joke, he's the one that finds it funny. Yeah, maybe his lackeys laugh because he is, but that's about it. he makes them laugh. Yeah, exactly. Why aren't you laughing, fools? Exactly. (laughs) Kind of like that. And looking at him, I say he could pull it off. I think he could, too. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to have three-foot-tall round guy with a big freaking nose. I mean, Mm -hmm. obviously, I expect the nose to be elongated when it comes down to it, but it doesn't need to be like... Full-fledged, he looks like a penguin. Mm-hmm. Josh Gad, I think, could pull it off in that sense. Well, here's... Now, I just want to see if he can do the darker self, like self-humor. Like It's funny to me, so mm-hmm. who cares if it's funny to everyone else? Here's the only thing. The only thing I have a problem with the peng- with Josh Gad as the penguin. Throw it out um, here. We have already established our bet. And actually, you know what? This is kind of... Making me think a little bit. Okay. Because we've established our Batman as who? Who's our Batman? Ben who's, Affleck. Who's playing? Ben Affleck. Batfleck. I, I look at Batfleck and I think that the age from Ben Affleck, who Ben Affleck is 44 years of age, yeah. to a Josh Gad is not the same as, because Ben Affleck is older, almost by 10 years. He's eight years older yeah. than Josh Gad that's part of me that's like, I don't know how that is going to work, having a younger kind of a... And that's if you're going to match the Penguin into a future Batman film. Yeah. How are you going to match that in? With him being a younger Penguin than Batman. Like, he's one of Batman's oldest foes. We can't have him be eight years younger. I got one of two ways that can go about. Mm -hmm. It's either... They do an up-and-coming, hey, I'm a mob boss now, Penguin, with the Penguin-esque attitude and everything. (laughs) And he's like, hey, I'm the up-and-coming, I just took over, take out, like, maybe not take out, was it Black Skull? Black Mask. Black Mask, okay. Not take out Black Mask, but take out, like, a big family member name, and he takes over. Or just pull out some movie magic and make him look much older. Than he already is. Yeah, and I mean, there are other people have thrown out, well, they could be casting him for Gotham City Sirens. That's true. They could cast him for the Nightwing movie that they've come out with. I mean, even Batgirl, in a way, yeah, could be the Penguin thrown in there, although I would think, I would think Nightwing would be, if it's not Batman, it's Nightwing. However, my thing is, if these are going to connect... To the DCEU, yeah. how can we have a Batman that is older, and we know that Batfleck is an older Batman. Yeah, he is. Because he's even, he, he has that kind of attitude like, man, I've been doing this for a while. Plus, mm-hmm. he's got the Robin suit, so we well know it's after Jason Todd. I just, I can't, like, that's my big hang up on it. Yeah. Unless it's going to be something like, we want you to play the penguin, but we are going to use CGI to make you look like the penguin to where it don't matter what your age is. We maybe I'm I'm hype harping that too much. And maybe it's like, hey, we're gonna make you look like you're well older than you are. Yeah, I mean well, we like, are just coming at you for your acting ability for yeah, the penguin. That's what I'm kind of going trying mm-hmm. to tell say is that um, as long as he, I can see him pulling off. He's at least got the body stature, mm-hmm. 
And age can be done either by CGI or by really good makeup effects. Yeah. So as long as they do that, they can, like I said, they can do one of two routes with that. They can say, hey, we are going with going with a younger penguin and this is Mm -hmm. how we're going to introduce him. And hopefully they have a really good storyline to introduce him then or go with the original penguin and just make Josh, Josh Gad Mm -hmm. look way older than he is. And then obviously he's got to be decently older than Batman himself. Yeah. Which again, that's just movie magic right there. As long as his acting acting can be parallel to it, it would work. I mean, he's got to just I haven't I can see that he does humor. We see he even does the backhanded humor in uh, Beauty and the Beast mm-hmm. with um LeFou, some of the things yes. he says about Gaston. But now can he do the the darker I think it's funny humor. I don't re- either you laugh about it or maybe you die. Not Joker-esque dark, but mm-hmm. Hey, I think it's funny. Well, that, that <laughs> kind of mob boss mob boss funny type type of funny. And the thing that the movie that I think that he would be geared for yes. is Nightwing, and that's the okay. one I would kind of look for because it would all depend on what they're going to do with Nightwing. Are they going to have it to where he's in Gotham or mm-hmm. is he somewhere else, not okay. in Gotham? Because um, Nightwing isn't one that's just based. In Gotham City, I would think that maybe, hey, you know what, for a Nightwing movie, maybe it's a Nightwing that is just starting to take on the Nightwing role, or he's been doing it for a while, and he wants to crack off more than he can chew. Yeah. I've been doing this for a while now. I need something that- A little bit bit harder to do. Yeah, a little bit- A little more of a challenge. I'm going to take on the Penguin. Yeah. Or- Gotham City Sirens, where it's like, hey, we've got these three um, villainesses with uh, Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, and Catwoman, maybe somewhere in that film. Somewhere in that mix? To the Penguin, because I feel like that movie, we're going to see quite a few villains. Charlie's Angel-esque? Kind of. I just think (laughs) it's going to be more villains because they're villainous people. Yeah. So we're going to see that side to it. A Batman, so like the Matt Reeves Batman film. I don't think he fits in at all. No? Mainly because from, I mean, from what we've been setting up with Batman, I don't think that going back and fighting the Penguin would be what we would do. But hey, they can they can surprise us. They could do that. because Side story even. We are going to see Deathstroke in Justice League. Yes. We're going to see that. So, I mean, they could go with more of that. I mean, DCU has wanted to keep it real, kind of go with that more dark and gritty so maybe they can throw the Penguin in there. I just, I don't think they throw him in for the Batman solo film. Unless they throw him in as kind of like what we got in Wonder Woman where sub-villain and ultimate villain. So like he's pulling the strings in the background Either pulling the the strings or he's... Or working in cahoots. In cahoots with someone. Or maybe he's like... The first one Batman takes out, mm-hmm. and there's something a little bit bigger behind it. Okay. I mean, you're more of the Batman DC guy than I am. Yeah. I'm just throwing ideas out there. I mean, if if he's a ba- if he's the main Batman film villain, mm-hmm. I would be kind of disappointed. Yeah. Because he's a guy where either if he's the main villain, he's got to be working with other villains that are working with his plan. Yeah. But, I mean, that's why I was maybe going off of the Nightwing route because then it could be kind of Nightwing trying to clean up the city against Penguin's goons 
And that would be a villain to where if it was just Nightwing, I could be like, okay, Nightwing a little bit in, oh, inexperienced than Not Batman. Not experienced than Batman, yeah. And I can see him going ahead and taking on someone like the Penguin, especially if Batman now has all these responsibilities and he's off doing his... Because I could see them mentioning that in the Nightwing movie of like, yeah, with Batman, he's going to play with his Justice League friends. Yeah, that's true. He's playing with his Justice League friends, worrying about Darkseid. I got this. Okay. You you are with Darkseid. I got this. The Penguin ain't doing anything on my watch. Kind of a thing. Could be. Has to overcome some obstacles and at the like almost defeated point and then mm-hmm. overcomes the Penguin. Because I feel like his role would be... The penguin that is. Yeah. His role would be too small if he was in Gotham City Sirens. Yeah. I just, I, I, I don't see, and that's one where also, is there going to be a villain for that one? Because I, I think the kind of way they might be going with it is, yeah, they're villains, but they're taking on a hero-ness, hero hero-ness role. It's more of a, it. at that point, you really consider it protagonist, antagonist, as yeah. opposed to super hero and villain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they're the good guys in their bad guy movie kind of Yeah, thing. exactly. That That is what they are. They are the good guys in their um, bad guy world. But yeah, I just, I feel like maybe the Nightwing part of it would fit in. The only okay. thing is, where would they have... Nightwing in would Nightwing still be in Gotham City or would he be somewhere else? Because we know he's not just in Gotham. It's he starts in Gotham, then moves over, becomes the protector of Bloodhaven. So okay. really to me, are you gonna again the penguin to me could be a villain where yeah, he's based in Gotham, but can trickle over because of that mob side into Bloodhaven. My thing would be then, how do you tie that in as the whole DC universe? My thing would maybe keep him in Gotham, make it Batman's away doing some Justice League stuff, and mm-hmm. hey, I have to keep the city under control while Batsy's gone, so yeah. I can have the same. You're just keeping it in Gotham without introducing a new city. Yeah, to not, your DC. Not having you. having not having to do do a new city. Mm-hmm. Also giving a reason why why are we focusing. I mean, yeah, we could focus on it, but why are we focus, po- focusing on Nightwing fighting the Penguin? Well, that's because Batman's mm-hmm. not around. Because obviously... Because he's with his Justice League friends. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's just a matter of fact. With If they put him in Nightwing, my only question would be, are we going to put him in Bloodhaven and Gotham? Just Bloodhaven? Are we going to put him in Gotham? What's going to be the kind of setting for that? Well, it's all set in there. Yeah. The one thing I don't see is him being like right now. I could be wrong. I've said it earlier in this segment. I could be wrong, but I just don't see him being in a solo Batman film. See, like I said, I can. Um, I don't know as much about DC as mm-hmm. you do, but I can see it. But again, like like we talked about, he's either got to be paired with another person. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see him as the big ultimate baddie. Like he's the head honcho. The I film. could not see that unless it's like Batman goes fighting Man Bat or mm-hmm. Bane or something. Someone a little less. He would need to be paired up, up with there. somebody. He'd need to be paired up with somebody, obviously. He could be paired up with the Riddler. Could be paired up with the Riddler. Um, Something would tell me then that the Riddler would be more of the behind the scenes guy. Yeah. Um, Kind of like our Ares to... Mm-hmm. Um, 
Luger and yeah, and Wonder Woman. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, someone's got. I feel like someone way bigger's got to be pulling the strings, or even um, a small ten minute role of mm-hmm. showing ba- how Batman takes care of just like a, a regular. Hey, I someone I always fight all the time, Penguin. Throw him in there for ten minutes, and I feel like if they're gonna get Josh Josh Gad, Gad to get Penguin, he's gonna be in there more bigger than ten than, minutes. Yeah. yeah. If if he if they're getting Josh Gad, he's going to be one of the big baddies yeah. in the film. Just with how much, I mean, I don't know. I'm thinking about it now. Olaf and Frozen, Josh Gad in uh, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, he wasn't a main character. However, his character was there. Exactly, his character was a constant. So not like that A type of like Batman, the top villain, but like that B, that B cast member, where it's like, hey, my guy's here the whole film. But I'm a sidekick to the main guys. Okay. So, yeah. Um, then I'd say, you know what? If he's going to be in a solo Batman film, which I can kind of mm-hmm. see, it's going to have to be paired with someone like we talked about. It, um, whether it be the Riddler. A whether, Joker. Joker. Yeah. Do they recast the Joker with Jared Leto? How much people hated the Jared Leto Joker? I kind of hope we... Leave re- the Joker alone. <laughs> either. I, I don't know how you can have a Batman film without a good Joker, though. I'm saying, like, either we recast the Joker mm-hmm. or we just don't touch the Joker we right just now. Leave the jo- we just leave the Joker alone and let him focus on someone else. Let him focus on someone else right now. Because I'll be honest, I was not a fan of Jared Leto's depiction of the Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a little out there. I wasn't, it wasn't everyone. It wasn't my cup of tea, that's No, for sure. it wasn't. Same here. And... I'm just gonna say, you know what? Um, Penguin match with someone else. Mm-hmm. Make it, uh, make it a somewhat of a team. Batman has to take on multiple people. That way, makes it like oh, and there and those villains do kind of all work except for like the Joker because he's off on he's just the crazy guy out there. But like, yeah, there have been numerous times in the animated series where the villains are like all around a table talking to each other. Yeah, hey, how do we take care him of Batman? Two Face. It could be him and Mister Freeze. Him and the Riddler. Him and Scarecrow. Exactly. Any combination. Mm-hmm. Heck, we can have three. Maybe. Um, I, I would think Two-Face would be interesting, too. Yeah. Two-Face would be an interesting one, but the Penguin is something to where they could use in any of the films and not have too much exclam- uh, explanation, is what I'm saying. Exactly. Because it's always oh, a mob boss, and there's always mob crimes. Exactly. So there so. wouldn't be that much explanation for it but before we move on to new mutants anything else you want to touch on with josh gad maybe becoming the penguin no i'm kind of excited if he does i hope it does happen Mm -hmm. i hope it's a good um role they throw him into and i honestly would be kind of excited if they did it as a not just a solo baddie but as a matchup baddie in a solo batman film make it a little bit more of a um a combination not just a combination i'm thinking more more of a what the word? Um, make it harder on Batman. Hey, I have to fight two of my villains, oh, maybe okay. three of them on two different fronts. Yeah, exactly. Rather the than them working we together have, on one, because we haven't seen that mm-hmm. yet yeah. in that universe. Yeah, that would be that would be interesting. But before we move on to New Mutants, you guys, I'm turning it on to you guys. Let us know down below. Do you guys think Josh Gad would be the Penguin? Is he gonna make a good Penguin? And what DC film, either I think Batman, Gotham City Sirens, and Nightwing are the only three that people are speculating that the Penguin could be in. Let us know what movie you would put him in down below in the comments section. 
But Johnny, we're going to move on into our next topic, and we are going into the Marvel side of things, Woo! a movie that we have talked about before here on the Rick and Johnny podcast, and that is the movie New Mutants. Yes. And at the time we talked about it, we had a kind of cast. We kind of talked about what to expect from this movie. Yep. Well, we got more details coming out, and from director Josh Boone, who was the director of The Fault in Our Stars, who is going to be the director of New Mutants, when asked about the plot, he said, and I quote, We are making a full-fledged horror movie set within the X-Men universe. There are no costumes. There are no supervillains. We're trying to do something very, very different. End quote. And also Logline had this to say about the plot where they said, Held in a secret facility under their will, five new mutants have to battle the dangers of their powers as well as the sins of their past. They aren't out to save the world. They're just trying to save themselves. So with everything that's being kind of out there now, yeah. it looks like it's going to be these five mutants, the new mutants, yes. who they're not trying to save the world. They're no. not going out there. There's not going to be a supervillain. There's not going to be costumes. It's just going to be a horror movie, a PG-13 horror movie. Yes. I'm going to ask you this. Is this going to work? Is this kind of horror side to it? going to work and how is the horror movie tone going to affect the new mutants movie well the idea honestly as long as they play it out right it can work um the idea behind x-men the new mutants is a lot of um dealing with their powers mm -hmm. um, a lot of persecution for having those powers a lot of um what the world discrimination so now we have them in a, um, and we see a few a few mm -hmm. times of that. They're in a facility because they're being tested on their powers because, hey, they're mutants. Let's test on them, see if we can, like, everything. Let's see how that, why it happens, mm -hmm. how it happens, can we replicate it, all that kind of stuff. Whatever they're going with on that, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But it's kind of cool to see that we're getting more of a horror tone now. So possibly each one of them locked in a separate cell specific for their powers, them trying to... Not just like them getting their powers, but them coming to terms with it. And obviously, like we saw in the first X-Men movie, when we get Rogue, what happens to her? What? How do her powers express themselves? Do you remember or no? It was when she touches people. T the, when she first kissed that boy and mm -hmm. sent him to like... A coma. Um, well, he first like started seizing. Yeah. And then, yeah, he was in a coma. Having to deal with that. Mm -hmm. Just like, imagine. Even there was the scene where she kissed, what was it, Iceman? Yeah, and you could see from his lips and everything started pulling away. The life was like coming pull. out of them, and then he had to pull away. Yeah, exactly. It's just the facts of all those that mm -hmm. how your powers express themselves. You not a hundred like you're not in control of them at all. And so it, who knows what you did to someone? And at first, when I I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah, go for it. When I heard about this, my first thought was, why? Why do we need to change anything? Don't like because I mean. It's a horror movie now. It's not a superhero movie. It's like you're taking a horror movie and you're just saying, oh, well, there's superheroes in it. Yeah. But it's not a superhero movie. Don't call it that. My first thought was like, I this doesn't sound exciting. But the more I think about it, I like it, but I have one huge flaw. Go for with it. With this. I like it because when we saw Logan, mm -hmm. what was one thing we said in that review and after we saw it? Remind me. Didn't feel like a superhero movie. No, it did not. It felt like an old Western. It did. Did not feel like a superhero movie. It just felt like a good damn movie. 
Oh yeah. So part of me is like, part of me is like, okay, scrap that idea, scrap that thought right now, Ricky, because just because it's not a superhero movie doesn't mean it can't be a good movie. Exactly. My only flaw with their kind of process, okay, is I feel like if you're gonna go the horror movie tone, mm-hmm. make it rated R. Don't go P because right now, from what I feel, you're saying we want to go rated R, but we're not ready to dive into the pool yet. And the way I'm the way I see it is if you make it a PG thirteen horror movie, it will flop. Yeah. Because you will not be able to do exactly what you would be able to do if you just said, fuck it, we're gonna do whatever every other horror movie does and we're making it rated R. You know what? I feel like it could be a better off rated R, yeah. Um at the same time having a cast of kids in a sense in there. I get that. Kids are gonna want to go see kids like themselves. Well, not just that. It's just you have kids in the movie, so Mm -hmm. like you want to make it a little bit more relatable in that sense of are you gonna really like we're not going full on saw? Mm-hmm. Like I can see elements of that being used in there, but they said a horror tone as opposed to hey, this is gonna be a horror movie. It's gonna be like Hellboy, which is gonna be rated R. No, it's like it's gonna have horror tones to it. So like them locked in dingy cells by themselves, them having to deal with the memories of it. So you can see um I can see Wolfsbane just going stir crazy, turning into a wolf type creature. No costumes though. No costumes. No, does, cost- that, does that count though? No, because okay, it's, it's, it's part of the mutant power. Okay. So I mean, yeah, no costumes. We're not going to have the X Men costumes, mm-hmm. but we're going to have like in the in the in this part of the series, we're probably going to have them in uh, what look like patients, co- like not costumes, but mm-hmm. they're going to look like dressed like patients. Yeah, um, potentially straight jackets, um, all that kind of stuff. They're going to be locked in. I'm guessing my guess would be they're going to be locked in sort of dingy cells, kind of like we saw in um, Deadpool. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be a real facility. It's going to be this drum, uh, drummed up facility to hold people in to test on them. Yeah, and I just like I get why, and my whole thing was I get why you're doing the PG thirteen because I would think, oh, we have a movie full of kids. Why would we make it rated R when we want these kids to go through it? But if I'm not mistaken, yes. and I could be wrong. Tried to look it up, can't find it. The the movie that's being remade now, Stephen King's It. Okay. That movie has a cast that is going to be kids. That's true. But is rated R. That's true. And that's a full-fledged horror movie, though, too. That's, why that's I, what I'm saying. That's if where they I find wanna, the difference. If they want to go with the... I feel like if you're going to go with and say that, you know, like... And it's a quote to me that when he says in the quote, there are no costumes... There are no supervillains. This is something very, very different. It sounds to me like we want to break the mold. Mm-hmm. We do not want to be like any other superhero movie. We want to try something different. I look at it and go, okay, you want to do that? Go full force. Oh, I agree. Go balls to the wall. Go 110% with what you want to do. But I just I see the PG-13 rating and I go, it's not going to feel the same. Well, I'm going to throw it this It might out. be a good movie, but it's not going to feel the same. Think of Logan if it yeah. was PG-13. Oh, it would, a lot of things would have been cut. Exactly. Well, that's, here's the thing I want to throw out to you about that, too. Logan was almost PG-13. It's because one of the reasons Hugh Jackman mm-hmm. said, hey, I will take a pay cut as long as we go rated R. So yeah. maybe it's just a funding issue um, with a name like Maisie. Let's see. I have the name Maisie listed here. Maisie Williams. Maisie Williams. Um, let's see. Do we have any other bigger names? 
Not huge names. Not huge names, no. Um, I mean, the one that you were telling me before we hit the recording button was Rosario Dawson. Is yeah, kind of rumored. rumored to be in there. It's just maybe it's a funding issue because mm-hmm. you want to make sure you don't spend a certain amount and you're going to make a certain amount in the box office. So it's just maybe issues like that that are well, not doing it. And that, No, that's a, that's exactly it. And it's it comes down to money because yeah. the reason why they do... To me, the reason why they would do PG-13 is not because of like, oh, well, kids are in the movie. Kids are going to want to go see it. Kids are want to go. You're going to put the X-Men on there. Yeah. Like just the name X-Men. Kids are going to say, I want to go see that. Exactly. The thing that's different is if it's rated R, is mommy and daddy going to take them to go see it? That's If it's PG-13... Mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, guardian, doesn't matter who it is, might be more inclined to take them. Yeah, exactly. Because it's PG-13 rather than rated R. No, I completely agree. Parents in their mind, even if it's like an 11, 10-year-old kid, okay, let's go see PG-13. Because it's like, okay, you know what? It's not that bad. But rated R? Rated R, it's like, nope, you can't see a rated R film. Exactly. I Maybe no, it's I because I am now an adult and not a kid, mm-hmm. but I feel like I feel like these movies are moving towards the rated R because, yeah, there's comic book fans born every day, per se. Like, there are kids that pick up the comics and fall in love with the heroes and the characters just like you and me did. However, the majority of it, maybe it's because I'm in that majority of how I see it. You always see it from where you are. We're growing up and we want to see our characters grow up with us. Yeah, you want to see them develop. We don't want to like, see them anymore in that ha 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 kid friendly version oh, yeah. of that hero. We want to see them more real. We want to see them more realistic. And I just, I know I've said it before, I'm going to sound like a broken record. I feel like if they go PG 13, it might be like, well, that was a good movie. But man, I wonder what they could have done with Rated R. No, I completely. Been, I, I feel like we'll say, Man, this could have been like an A-plus movie if it was rated R. I completely agree with that, especially like we talked about, the horror tone. I'm not going to... Um, you know what? I completely agree. Mm-hmm. Um, PG-13, I understand what they're doing. They want to be able to make that money back, just like we just talked yeah. about. And that's why I get and that's why I'm just trying to say, well, I understand that. I'm not going to argue at all. Making it rated R would probably make it a way better movie. Um, just any of these characters, just like if you do a flashback, see what they did... The like devastation you can create in a PG thirteen movie compared to a rated doesn't R movie even compare. doesn't even compare. You can show the blood, the gore, and everything that hey, what happened? Because I couldn't control this thing that just mm-hmm. automatic like I hit puberty and something automatically happened. I couldn't control it, and now like three people are dead because of it. Mm-hmm. You can't show that as much in a th- PG thirteen movie as much as a. Rated R movie. I completely understand that. Well, it would make it way better. And I'm thinking the thing that's different, too, between New Mutants and Logan yeah. is, let's be honest, Logan's Wolverine. Exactly. Wolverine's popularity is way higher than the New Mutant. Oh, yeah. Like, I could see the studio also being nervous of, like, well, we can't do Rated R, spend all this money on these cool effects and these cool things, and then no one goes and sees the movie. Exactly. We could spend less, make it PG-13, do more tame things. Then it's like, oh, not a lot of people went, okay, we didn't spend that much money. And 
I kind of feel like, like I said, if you're going to do it, go balls to the wall. The only reason why I'm harping on the ratings thing, mm-hmm. and some people might be getting annoyed with it, but the only reason I'm harping on it is because they said, like, horror movie. As soon as he said it's going to be, like, a horror movie, my first thought was, and when he said, we're making a full-fledged horror movie. What horror movie are you going to go PG-13? All the good ones are rated R. They are. No, I completely agree. Because the only reason you can go with that full-fledged kind of, like, even I go back to Logan. That also had a kid in it. Yeah. With X-23, where she, the thing I think of is where she went like this, cut the guy's hand off. Well, how about the one they cut, she comes out with carrying the head. That too. <laughs> that too. Cut off the guy's hand. Oh, no, but let's not talk about the head that they, she carried out and rolled at him. Good point. <laughs> Touche, sir. I see I have lost this round, but yeah, I just, oh. I feel like the horror, the horror film movie tone, I should have just said horror tone, the horror film movie tone will be different. It'll be very, very different. Yeah. But the effect that it will have on new mutants will all depend on that rating. Yeah. If they go PG-13, I'll call it right now. It will be a flop. Not like a flop in the sense of like no one goes and sees it. But a flop in the sense of, wow, that was a mistake. They should have made it rated R. Yeah, no, I agree. I think um, I get where the, they're coming from at the sense of, I, I would love to see it rated R. But I get where they're coming at the sense of, you know what? No one really, not a lot of people know the new mutants. Mm-hmm. This is a new thing we're do, dealing with. They should, like you said, go balls to the wall with it and just go for it. Mm-hmm. But that's the that's this that Fox losing money then. Yeah. Because and especially with all the things they have to compete with, like the thing that does not help New Mutants also. Yeah. Is the last time we talked about New Mutants, we talked about, oh, well, they're going to be going up against the Marvel or not the Marvel, the universal monster monster universe. And oh, it's probably going to be the Wolfman at that time. And who will it be? Well, no, Universal's come out have not only branded their universe, which makes it stronger, mm-hmm. have not only said, no, this is the dark universe, yeah. but they've already said, we're coming out Bride of Frankenstein. Yep. Bride of Frankenstein, April 13th, 2018. Boom. And you want to know who's rumored to be that role? Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. That is a big name Two. against your five, I don't want to say five nobodies, because like you look, obviously, Maisie, Maisie Williams has been Game of Thrones and Doctor Who. And we've got um, Rosario Tor- Dawson. Well, that's rumored. I'm talking rumored, about the ones yeah. we know. Um, Taylor Joy Split, which was a big horror film. That was the one yeah. with uh, Professor X was in that one also. Yep. And then you got Henry Zaga, who 13 Reasons Why is doing very well on um, the Netflix right now. The Wow. The Netflix. Well, the getting, Netflix. Coming an old man, folks. The Netflix. But they're... Stars at things they've been in things that have been successful, but they're no one compared to Angelina Jolie. Exactly, someone that that, everyone knows. That's like I kind of want to say that's like Ariana Grande going up against Beyonce. Not going to happen. The Bayhive going to slap you down each and every time. <laughs> that is what this is. And if you're going to go up against that movie, you need to go balls to the wall. And that's why I think this need in order for the horror tone to be effective. You got to go rated R. I know. I You've completely. Got to. I completely agree with that. It'll and make I mean, it'll we, make it a better movie. We've seen. And I get it. Wolverine and Deadpool, totally different movie, like totally different characters than the New Mutants. 
But Deadpool's been good, rated R. Logan's been good, rated R. We're getting more and more movies where they're saying, hey, we're going to go the rated R route. We're going to go that Deadpool route because it was so successful. And I just see that as like we're being scared just because of we don't want to go all the way because what if we don't make a little bit of money? But before we wrap this up, any final thoughts? On Actually, your I do have another one. Um, hit me, do you, hit me, big guy. Aside from just doing radar, mm-hmm. which I think Fox may need to start doing a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, what about also kind of putting this um, undertone of another type of movie genre? So Logan was very much a western. Yeah, you 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 almost can't argue that they want to do a horror one with this one. What about other movie tones for their future movies too? Like what? I'm just saying. Just do I you have one in mind? Not in particular, no. But I'm just saying, like, find a movie tone and stick with it. Like this one, a horror movie would make this a great movie. Um, underlying western tones made Logan what it was. Well, it's kind of like what they expect the Green Lantern Corps movie to be. Yeah, buddy gonna, cop film. It's going to be a superhero movie, but it's a buddy cop film. Exactly. That's the type of thing I'm saying, though. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe Fox needs to start doing stuff like that, like they're talking about right now. The concept. No, it's about Sound. superheroes, but it's a different movie. It's a different type of movie. It's not your ge- your generic superhero movie anymore. I mean, I could see it. It just depends on... It depends on... And this will be a huge step of, can we do it with any characters, or do we have to only do it with the heavy hitters? Yeah, that's the question. I guess because we'll see. Because Deadpool and Logan have been heavy hitters. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see when this comes out. If yeah. they if it works or not, especially because it's going to be going up against, like I said, the Dark Universe movie. Yeah. In Bride of Frankenstein, which if Angelina Jolie's on that card, there might be a few people that go to see that opening day instead of New Mutants, exactly. just because it's got Angelina Jolie in it. So yeah. I mean that, I I like I like it that they're going in a different way. I just and if you're sitting there going, hey, you know what? I kind of feel. Like Ricky harped too much on it, the rating's gonna play huge into that. But you guys are now looking at the logo right now because the camera died. But let us know what you think down below in the description, well, in the comment section. What do you guys think? How is the horror film going to affect the new Mutants movie? And also, kind of what this conversation turned into. If you are making this into a movie, are you going the PG rating or are you going the rated R rating? Let us know down below in the comment section. And, Johnny, we're going to move on into our last topic. We are going to complete the Rick and Johnny sandwich here on the Rick and Johnny podcast with our DC, our little soggy DC bread that we're putting on top. A little wet. Because uh, we're talking about Aquaman and the story to end this. And we had producer Charles Roven kind of say, I'm not going to read the entire quote. You guys can check it out down below in the description. But basically he says, Aquaman will make reference to Justice League. There will be some reference to something that preceded Aquaman that will be in Aquaman. I believe that is the intention. He goes on to say that, you know what, we could we could have either done a movie before Batman v Superman like Wonder Woman did. We could have done something after Justice League. We couldn't have done something that takes place in between, in between BVS and Justice League because the way they're setting it up is only a month or two has gone by while we're going from BVS to Justice League. So it was either before BVS or after Justice League. They chose after Justice League. I'll ask you this. What are you expecting from this story? Because we already know that Mara's going to be in it. William Defoe is going to play 
um, the villain, one of the villains of uh, Naughtiest Valco. Mm-hmm. We've got his half brother Ocean Man- Masters, obviously in it. Yes. We also have um, Black Manta will also be in it as well. What are you expecting from this Aquaman story with it being set after Justice League? Um, you know what? I'm trying to think of some of Aquaman's storyline, and mm-hmm. the one I just keep coming to is the constant butting of heads between him and his brother. His brother always kind of, not always, but kind of working with Black Manta at times, mm-hmm. using him kind of semi as a lackey, semi yeah. as, hey, you know what? You do this, and I'm going to give you, like, basically, mm-hmm. you help me take out my brother. I got something in store for you. Yeah. Um, not to mention that those two, as well as um, just the, um, the just the, well, maybe we'll have a way to set up the um the headbutting of him mm-hmm. and Black Manta, the two his one of his main villains, I would say. Am I correct on that? What Mr. Black- DC? Yeah. Yeah. Him and uh, Aquaman and Black Manta. So Black Manta is one of like i would say his number one villain because you think of the um Legion of Doom. Legion of Doom. Lex Luthor was in there for Superman. Black Manta was in there for Aquaman. For Aquaman. Very true. Very so, true. So I mean, really, the only one that didn't fit that for me was the Joker. I don't think the Joker was a main part of the Legion of Doom. But the thing that's going to be interesting with this, yes, is I am going to relate it to a character that has become one of your favorite characters because we typecasted you, yes, as him. But I think this is going to have a very Thor. Thor the Dark World vibe to it. I, I can see that, yeah. Where it's Aquaman has done his thing on the human world, on the land dwellers world. Yes. And he's coming home to find things are different. Yeah. Like, there's going to be the flashbacks to young Arthur and his childhood, but really I think it's going to be the DC version of Thor and Loki. Yeah, Between no. him and Ocean Master, and obviously Ocean Master is going to be very... Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Very jealous yes. of Aquaman because he is fully human being his half brother mm-hmm. and he doesn't have the same powers as Aquaman. But at the same time, this might be an Aquaman where they go where it's like, you know, you're the king of Atlantis. Fuck that. I don't want that. Yeah. Like I feel like the way the Aquaman that Jason Momoa is portraying is the fuck that. I don't want any of that. I screw your kingdom you do you, I want to do me. I don't want any of that stuff up in here. I just want to be my own. Because that's sort of a like, uh, forward, yeah, same with, again, the Thor Ragnarok thing. Sort of a more mm-hmm. forward, um, less polite about it Thor. Yeah. Whereas, no, I... A more crude Yeah, Thor. crude. Because he's lo- more likely to say, no, fuck yeah. off, I don't want the throne. You're dressed like a bat. I dig I, it. I dig it. <laughs> May not last long. Maybe temporary. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I feel like this story is going to be after Justice League, he returns to Atlantis. Um, obviously, his father is not king anymore. Yes, Dolph It's Lundgren. going to be the um, King Nurses is going to be there. Mm-hmm. I feel like there will be um, a kind of plot between Ocean Master and Black Manta to maybe take the throne yeah because ocean master wants the throne um and then it's going to be aquaman and mara trying to work to basically just hey you know we can't let ocean master we can't let um orn take the thor take the throne away from nurses or it could be 
he comes back and is not happy with King Nurses at all. Because be. you also have this. Um, the thing with Nurses is when Mara returns mm-hmm. um, after her encountering the dead king, Nurses assumes that um, she had returned because she has completed her mission of killing Aquaman. Oh, That might be a story that they play in Justice League. Could be. The, only, the reason she is there is to kill Aquaman. That because, could be very... Because think about it. In, in Justice League, in the trailers we got, Aquaman kind of seems like a... He's kind of exiled. Maybe not exiled, maybe like a, nah, I'm going to be a nomad kind of a thing. Yeah, he's going to And it's kind around. of deserted his people. So maybe they go off of that. Mara is sent to kill Aquaman. And when she returns in Aquaman right before, Nurses maybe at how it was in the comics of, oh, you've succeeded in killing Aquaman. Now you will take your rightful place as my queen. Yeah. So maybe Aquaman comes back in this movie. Nurses is the king. Mara is already his queen. And then you get the whole other side to it with Ocean Master and a Black Manta. And it's also, it's going to be, I think the story will be a lot of Aquaman dealing with Atlantis. What's going on in Atlantis Yeah. while he was away? Because it's kind of like that same thing with Thor. Thor did all his fun stuff with the Avengers, also directed by Joss Whedon, and then said, bye, zoom, went off to Asgard Yeah, to basically do his own thing. You know, he might have kind of a, a war on two fronts kind of thing, um, one not being as harsh as the other. Mm-hmm. Ner- Nersis, um, wanting him, like, finding out he's not dead, mm-hmm. um, may want him... Will probably then turn on Mara. Yeah. Because, hey, wait a second. I thought you killed him. Exactly. And then the other side he has to fight is Ocean Master and Black Manta. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, I have to deal with Dad as well as Ocean Manta, the the other side, the duo over here. Mm -hmm. So it's going to, and then he's got to also, when it comes to nurses, maybe start protecting Mara. Because who knows? Maybe there's a little bit of uh, back and forth with them in Justice League. And mm-hmm. then that kind of ties over with that's why she can't kill him, but comes back and the idea of maybe he sent her like, don't come back until you've killed him mm-hmm. type thing. And I'm looking right now and the other character that will be in this movie that will be in Justice League, like I said, is Volko. And if yeah. you're not familiar, he's kind of the chief advisor. Not. He's the chief advisor of Atlantis. Okay. And um, he's kind of the actual like scientific mind. Um, in Atlantis. So really, it could also be a thing where maybe they go for the route where Mara's already queen. Yeah. And her mission is still to go kill Aquaman in Justice League. The only reason um, Volko is there, or Vukol, is there, is to advise her. Be the chief advisor on this mission with her, especially with the scientific stuff of what are the land dwellers doing? What are these things that maybe I'm not going to fully understand because I am not a chief scientific advisor to the king. True. So he's going to be an Aquaman. The only thing I'm not 100% sure on what I would do is the whole half-brother um, Ocean Master Black Manta tie because I like what you threw out there, maybe a little back-dealing yeah. on the back end, but maybe it could could just be... Aquaman has a three front, like a two front system at home, 
not only do I have to deal with King Douchebag over here trying to kill me, <laughs> but I also have to deal with jealous half-brother over here, not jealous that he can talk to the dolphins after school and right. just kind of whisper, doo, 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 and just have them come to wherever I need them because he's jealous he doesn't have that. Exactly. Obviously, he did not get the memo from everyone else on Earth that Aquaman's the butt of everyone's joke. That's why I feel like they went and casted Mimosa because uh, he's Momoa? A, a Momoa. Not the drink, Ricky. <laughs> no, not the drink. We're not having mimosas. And that's, a, that's a post-podcast thing. But yep. Momoa, Empire. who has already been, I don't know, who was he before he was casted as uh, Aquaman? Only Cal Drogo. Oh, only Cal only Drogo. Only Cal Drogo from Game of Thrones. So let's just get the manliest man we can think of from, <laughs> one, of the most, from, from one of the most popular TV series of the time. Yeah. And maybe Black Manta is like the outside force of, you know what? I want to kill you. You need to help us. Mm-hmm. We need your help. We need to defeat Black Manta or else Atlantis will fall. Yeah. And we cannot have Atlantis fall. So at, I think it's going to be a full circle, but it's the main root of it is going to be him dealing with everything yeah. that is going to be in Atlantis. Like, what is everything that's going on? And really for us, it's going to be our first... Kind of dive, dive in <laughs> to Atlantis. I don't get it. It will be our first dive and deep dive, really. Uh, deep dive okay. into yeah, Atlantis we to see the world of Atlantis and this underwater yeah. kind of palace. It's going to be kind of a, a Thor 1, Thor 2. I think this one's going to kind of make him like... Because gro- Thor 1, we saw Asgard. Well, not just that. It's going to... Thor 1 made him grow up. Mm-hmm. He went from this child who just thought of war... War is what I have to do. I have to show everyone I'm top dog. I'm a man. To, to, I'm 40. No, uh, there has to be compassion mm-hmm. and uh, other things besides I need to beat everyone up yeah. and show everyone I'm boss. So maybe that's what he'll come to terms with is, you know what? I need to grow up a little bit. Maybe I should take my place at the throne of Atlantis. Maybe I should be maybe dealing with that. Be, maybe he does become King Arthur. Maybe he does. Um, maybe it's just like, you know what, when the time is right, I will become king and I understand that I have this other stuff to do, Justice League style, saving the world. I can't just be the king of Atlantis. I know they're not going to do this. So that's a disclaimer right away. Remember in Batman v Superman? Yes. When No, I don't. What what part? (laughs) When uh, the Flash kind of had that vision to Batman. Yeah. And he goes, Bruce, Bruce, blah, 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 blah. What if they set up a Flashpoint situation in the DCEU? Oh. Because think about it. If he takes on the mantle of King and then Wonder Woman with the Amazons, that's the big war happens between those two. I mean, it all depends on their kind of chemistry, how they... Justice League will either kill or kill that kind of theory, but I just thought about that. Hey, if he becomes King, they could totally do the Flashpoint. They could totally go flashpoint in the DC. They could flashpoint it. That's that true. would be that would be a great concept to try to do that. Yeah, something that I don't think Marvel has done. No, on yeah. a scale where nothing I can think of. You could have Arthur and Wonder Woman colliding together. The Flash could be using his speed force to travel through time and kind of get that alternative Batman. That Superman is kind of weaker at that point because mm-hmm. of flashpoint. They just keep him underground. Don't let him get exposed to. Sun. The sun, which is his main source of uh, energy. I know it's not going to happen. It's just a thought that kind of popped in to It would my be head. cool. But, yeah, I agree with you. It's probably not going to happen. There's not, like, because I don't think they want to 
cut and like mm-hmm. reha- have to redo the DC universe. Yeah. Are there any final thoughts or anything that you don't think we touched on with this kind of with the story? Basically, this one is, I think, really plain and simple. It's going to be him coming back to Atlantis yes. and him dealing with the politics of Atlantis. And oh, there's Black Manta. There's the threat. Um, yeah, you know, I I feel like it's going to be the, like in some of the mo- things we've seen, he has to deal with the back dealing with his brother. So it's this side, him, Black Manta mm-hmm. and Orm versus... So you're, you're still having them together. I, I, I just feel like that's the thing. Because <laughs> how is a guy who has, is basically just mm-hmm. human going to fight someone who can go underwater and be Atlantis unless you have another Atlantean help you? True. Which is why I bring in Black Manta. And especially o- Ocean Master would want to be king of Atlantis over Arthur. Exactly. Because he's jealous of him. Exactly. Which is why I say, well, he kind of needs the help of someone who can be underwater all the time. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm going with that. So so it's Orn and Black Manta over here. The other front would be obviously... The confrontation between him and father. Mm-hmm. Well, him and the king. The king, that's what because I mean. Because that's the interesting thing. On IMDb... Oh, that's right. Tom Thomas Curry is casted. He is casted yes, in this movie. However, the king of Atlantis is King Nurses. So, is this going to be something where... Because they also have a young... They also have a young um, Arthur casted as well. Is oh. Thomas Curry only going to be there... When they go ahead and have young Arthur, is it only going to be then where we see Thomas Curry in in flashbacks? Is that the only time? That's a good question. We'll have to see you on that one. Johnny's like, I I couldn't tell you, Ricky. I wish I I could, but I can't tell you. I wish I could tell you. I'm sorry (laughs) about the flash. I can't go over there and check it out. As much as I wish I could, because I'd also go see Thor Ragnarok. (laughs) But I think there will be something that happens where it goes hey you know what i think he's not going to be around he'll be all in flashbacks but that's rick and johnny party we, we had a jam-packed show today yeah we did talking our dc sandwich so this is where we're going to turn the conversation on to you guys like we always do let us know what you thought about either the aquaman movie the story what do you think's going to happen down below in the description what you thought about New Mutants and them going more horror theme? What you think about Josh Gad maybe being the Penguin in a Batman movie for DC? Let us know down below in the comment section. You can also follow us on Twitter as well. My is at Ricky Widmer. Johnny's is at War Machine ninety eighty five. Most Valuable Podcast is at Most Valuable Pod. Also, go ahead check out patreon.com backslash Most Valuable Podcast in order to help the channel more so than hitting that like and subscribe button. And also for this week, if you've seen Wonder Woman, you want to see our Wonder Woman review, link down below in the description. Go ahead, check that out. Let us know what you thought of Wonder Woman also in the comment section to that video. But I want to thank you guys one more time for watching and or listening. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.